Hello once again. I'm Dr. Margaret and this show is Journey into an Unknown World. I decided that I would like to talk about my Trinity Stone healing and more importantly how sound affects us throughout our lives. I'm currently writing a new book about this and so of course it's a topic that's dear to my heart. On this show I always try and give people a different point of view about their normal everyday things as well as the strange and the unusual. This particular topic, sound, is a very important aspect of our being. If you stop and think about your body, you realize that you can hear your tummy rumbling. Maybe you can hear a thumping of your headache as your pulse rages through your body. Perhaps you can hear your heart beating. Maybe you're sitting trying to be quiet and there is your voice running at a hundred miles an hour inside your head with all sorts of thoughts that you really don't want to hear. Where does it all come from? When I was a very young child, being born in 1942 with the war going on around me, I guess I was exposed to a lot of noises, especially bombs dropping. Well, while my adult self doesn't really remember too much about that, I do remember bangs. Bangs are awful. They shock us. Now, whether we call that an explosion or a door slamming or someone tapping their finger on a table, it's a sound that can move us to be agitated, angry, frustrated, insecure, feelings of instability, and so on. Well, when we're very young, we don't know what the adult world is doing. We haven't learned what all the things are that are happening around us. So every day we are exposed to strange noises. Imagine yourself an infant lying in a crib, trying to sleep, feeling pretty warm and cozy, and all of a sudden, someone drops something on the floor. To you, it makes you jump because it's so loud. It makes you shudder and cry. And then suddenly, you hear your voice crying very loudly. There's a part of your brain saying, make an association with that sound, your voice and your body. Now that's a very, very simple way to look at how our brain works. Of course, as you grow up, you're going to hear all sorts of noises. You might hear a car horn, um, a siren. You might hear someone yelling right nearby you that seems to deafen your ears. You might be in a crowd with lots of people saying hooray because someone just got a goal or made a run. Whatever it is in some way as a young child, assuming your hearing is normal, every sound that you hear is recorded in your mind. Now, on top of that, every sound you hear 
is categorized into good, nice, pleasant, relaxing, or sharp, disturbing, unhappy, sense of forlorn loss. Today, as an adult, you may well be rationalizing that you know the world is very noisy. There are people walking around with headsets on all day long with music playing in their ears. Or maybe it's their favorite music. But while they're listening to their music, they can't hear anyone else. They can't hear any other noises. So if someone were to come up and tap them on the back or shriek in their ear over and above the sound of music, they would have a fearful response because there would be no part of them conscious of their present situation and the things that are going on around them. I know some of you have listened to my show before and I've talked about how I teach in Japan and of course there I have to travel on the subway and as soon as the doors close on that train at that station out comes their cell phones out comes their music makers of some kind and there they are with their headset on their eyes shut totally lost in whatever they're hearing I asked myself back 10 years ago, what are they listening to? Why would they want to be having these headsets on all the time? And at first it was a rational thought, well, they're listening to their favorite music or checking something. But I began to realize there was something even more importantly going on. They were blocking out the world. Now, that may sound good to you, block the world out, stop hearing all the screaming and yelling. But what else are you missing? When did you last hear the birds singing, the wind blowing gently through the trees? When did you last sit and watch people walk by while you're enjoying the weather? Or how long is it since you walked in the rain and really appreciated the pitter-patter sounds of it as it hit the sidewalk. There are so many sounds that are so important to our lifestyle that we block out. Of course, I'm an older generation and uh, when we were young, there wasn't a TV, there wasn't a record player, there wasn't a cell phone. So we had to spend a lot of time entertaining ourselves. One of the things that I used to love to do was to walk in the park, listen to the water flowing along in the river, climb trees as high as I could go, and then sit up there and feel the tree swaying and feel my body feeling the energy of the tree and hear the sound of the wind as it rustled the leaves and then watch the birds as they hopped around and I yes I could hear the little feet tapping on whatever they were landing on. Have you heard all that? Or have you been 
busy with your headset cutting out the world. I know when we watch television there's the latest news someone's killed someone, someone's put a bomb somewhere, someone's lost some money, the Dow Jones is up and down, whatever it is it doesn't sound very good so I can understand why you wouldn't want to listen to the TV all day. And then of course there's the movies. Years ago you went to one and you sat there and were kind of enmeshed in the happenings of that movie and left to use your imagination as a sound would screech. For example, years ago I watched Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds and although we could see all the birds sitting on the wires and people screeching and running, the rushing sound of them coming down the chimney, the things that we were set up to listen to made things even more exciting. But today, everything is visual. Everybody is busy looking at the blood and gore or whatever it is they're seeing with little attention made to what they're hearing. Perhaps you've realized that these movies also have beautiful music scores that you can listen to. But do you realize how much every little tone and sound is affecting you? Certain notes are sharp and they make a screech inside. It's like cling to our emotions, hold on to our muscles and our nerves, while other notes seem to calm us down, make us feel safe and relaxed. You know, a lot of people get sick because of sounds. I'd like you to take a deep breath and just think about yourself. In fact, if you want to, you could stop this program and make a little note about the kinds of sounds that aggravate you. One of the sounds that I used to hate when I was a child was the screeching noise of chalk on the blackboard. I don't know if children ever get to hear that today because everyone is writing on a computer. Another thing that used to irritate me was taffeta dresses. The minute I heard anyone swishing by me, I would get these chills all over my body because those sounds didn't make me feel safe. But why? Where did I learn that those screeches made me uncomfortable? I think I know. I think it was the sound of the sirens when the warning bell came that everybody needed to head for the shelters because the Germans were about to drop bombs. But can I remember that time? Not really. Am I using my imagination? Perhaps. Or perhaps I used to hear that sound after the war when they used to use it instead to tell the workers to come out of the factory because it was time to go home. I like to think that everything is aware of sound, even a tree. Years ago, 
People were cutting up cabbages and recording the energy of the cabbages while they were cut. And they actually were able to prove that the sounds these vegetables heard affected their growth. If you played nice music to them, they grew much fatter and bigger, whereas you used some horrible noises, they seemed to shrink and die. We are like vegetables. We get affected by sounds. If you'd like to know more about these things, you can contact me at www.sumariscenter.com. I think if you've been listening to me for over a year, you'll know my website. But if you are new, then welcome to the show. And please look below where you'll see my link on this home page. Anyway, coming back to sounds. As a result of my research over a lot of time, I began to realize that most diseases manifested through a reaction to some kind of sound. Now you might say, but what about a deaf person? How could they possibly respond to sounds they cannot hear? Well, I'd like to talk a little bit about a dog for a minute. We know that if we have a high-pitched whistle and uh, we blow it, we can't hear it, but the dog can and seems to rush towards us when we blow it. Well, our human body can sense sounds even if we can't hear it. Those sounds are made by friction and friction is felt through the aura of a person. A person can then interpret that auric emanation of change. In other words, a sound disturbs your aura. Let's paint a little picture for a minute so you can imagine more about what I'm saying. Let's say you have some white paint spilled on the floor and it's got a certain shape. And then we come along and dump a few drops of red on it and you can see the red spreading through the white paint so it's becoming sort of pink and nice. And then let's say we dump a few little drops of greens and blues and we start to look like a mother of pearl color and it looks wonderful and it feels wonderful. And then someone comes along and dumps lots of black and brown blobs all over it. And suddenly that beautiful mother of pearl white colored look has gone. We've got a gray, yucky brown, reddish, horrible color. Well, it doesn't make us feel nice. Well, that's what sound does to your aura when it's negative. It's like being thrown into a black pit and your vibration shifts and all those beautiful colors of your aura just disappear and in no time at all you feel miserable and depressed. Right now there's a lot of people that are realizing that meditation and hypnosis works. So I made a very special hypnosis that I'd like you to have for free. All you have to do is go to my one-page 
uh, website, very special here, uh, com. Go there, give me your email so I know you're genuine, and then I'll send you a link to download this special healing hypnosis. And when you get it, listen to it often. Because every time you listen to it, you're hearing sounds. You're hearing my voice. You're listening to my voice right now. But my voice is going up and down. And so those notes are affecting you. Let me talk a little bit more. Let me say it this way. Kadi la hama noni tutu bahai lolo mani woka. Did I just speak double Dutch? Well, in English I did. Did I say a word in another language? Maybe I did, but who knows? But what is important is to understand that your brain listens to those symbols, those syllables, I should say. Ka, ga, ma, hi, i, o, a. They're all sounds you first learned before you actually knew what words meant. So your body is toned into your brain and your brain in response reacts to those tones. So if you're upset and miserable, stop and say to yourself, what was I just thinking? What was I hearing in my thoughts? How did I phrase my words? What was someone talking to me about? Was I listening to a radio, a TV, even the sound and shape of words? For example, if I say weather, do I mean that the sun is burning on my face? Do I mean the wind is blowing and my hands are cold? Your mind is going to make associations with the sound of those words. So you could say in a way that your brain is the computer running a string of feeds from something you've heard consciously all the way back to your life to the beginnings of your early life where you learned to listen. I'm going to emphasize listen, but before I do, I'd like to remind you that I am available to do a psychic reading for you or to give you counseling. If you would like to know more about what I do in readings, then I'd like you to go to my website, www.sumariscenter.com. Click on readings and you'll see all the different ways I can help you. And of course, you can contact me through the website or directly Dr. Margaret rvc at gmail.com. So let me get back to the understanding of sound and its vibration and tone. Tone also creates resonation. Resonation can be in high or low decibels 
and can in some way be very subtly affecting you without you even knowing that it is affecting you. So sometimes I say to my students, in the middle of a situation where you suddenly become very aware of an emotion, stop and take a deep breath and say to yourself in that moment, I'm in a state of hypnosis. I have reached back all the way into my early childhood and I have brought out something I don't really recall that is affecting me right now. And I have a choice to not respond. I have a choice to say to myself, open my eyes, look around, hear the sounds of everything happening, and reprogram myself to say, I am not affected by this sound. I can go anywhere and listen to sounds and it will maintain my balance emotionally and mentally. If you take a deep breath in the moment of realizing that you are distressed in some way, you are going to hear your breath. Perhaps you'll do that right now. Take a deep breath in. That's it. And breathe out. <sighs> That's it. And know that the sound of your breath is really one of the first sounds that you ever attuned to. It's important to you. You want to know your breathing because you're knowing you're alive. And if you have a problem with your breath, you need to stop and realize that so long ago, somewhere in your life, you were afraid to breathe. And as a result, you became incapable of breathing well. Now, whether you have asthma, emphysema, or anything else, bronchitis, and so on, you may rationalize, well, I got a bug, or I did something, but I'm saying, no, go back. Go back in time, and know that somewhere in your life, you held your breath. <gasps> what was that? You were afraid. And you forgot how to breathe deeply. So breathe deeply, and listen to the sounds of your breath. If you need help and you need healing help, I have a healing list. You can write to me, drmargaretrvc at gmail.com and I'll put you on my healing list. I also would like to let you know that on LinkedIn there is Healing International which you can join. There are many healers there who can also help you. But let me come back to sounds. Another thing that you might want to focus on is your fear of the unknown, the paranormal, the strange. I was often on my own as a child. I would hear clicks, noises in the flat that I grew up in. That's an apartment. And, um, you know, the building was old, so everything was rationalized away as, oh, it's just the pipes or something. But there were times when my lights clicked on and off. My TV came on and went off. There were odd feelings of, you know, I don't really like this, I'm scared. 
so I listened even more acutely for footsteps or somebody coming to frighten me or harm me. Did you ever do that? I know when we watch movies, we sit on the edge of our seats waiting for the next scary thing to happen. But why? Why would we want to be scared all the time by noisy sounds? In my opinion, we do it to remind ourselves we're alive. We need to question our existence. We need to understand that every step of the way we're going to deal with the unknown and the unknown is a challenge and a challenge is an opportunity to prove to ourselves that we are here alive on this planet for a purpose to do something important for ourselves and eventually for others people's voices are interesting. I was in a restaurant the other day and there was a man who was talking at the top of his voice so that the whole restaurant could hear. He wasn't shouting, he wasn't angry or anything, he just had a very loud voice. And whether any of us wanted to hear all about his health or not, we got to hear it. Myself, I have a quiet voice. Everyone's always saying, speak up. Our sense of hearing ourselves varies, and it varies depending on the environment we grew up in. I had a very quiet household, no TV, no radio, no, very quiet, so I learned to be quiet. I learned to paint, draw. Today, my grandchildren have the TV blaring out, their record players playing, whatever you call them these days, iPods and things, and the noise is immense. And of course, the screeches of delight as they do something. Too much for me, but not for them. In fact, if it's too quiet, they don't like it. They want more noise and they'll say, can I have music to go to sleep by? Can I have the TV on or the light on while I'm trying to sleep because I'm afraid it's too quiet? Actually, within quiet is more sounds. Sounds, like I said, of the house moving and shifting. Time when our imagination can work. That's very important for us. We all need to use our imagination. But do we really need to imagine the bad things? Wouldn't it be much nicer to visualize beautiful trees, lovely birds, gorgeous ocean, and so on? I try to encourage people to go to things like National Geographic TV, rent movies that show other cultures of the world. I like to encourage people to see new things. Of course, I'm always searching myself for something new to learn. So, please take my advice. Put down your iPhone. Put down your computer for a day. Go outside, listen to the wind, listen to the sounds of the city, not just at night, but during the day. How many of those day 
sounds coming to you, can you recognize the voice of a neighbor, the sound of a car, the, I don't know, ambience of the whole area could be so many things. Discover it. See what you can hear. I know that anyone who is hard of hearing or deaf cannot hear this show, but that doesn't mean that you cannot tell them about it. You see, if you're full of enthusiasm for your life, then you will naturally talk with your body, with your hands, and as you do, your aura will be expanding and contracting, and you will be sharing your energy with someone else, and someone hard of hearing will feel you and will sense by watching you exactly what you're trying to tell them. Let me end this show by talking about talents and skills. Can you sing? Or are you going to tell me, no, I can't sing a note? The truth is, if you can talk, you can sing. Every sound that we make in our throat is through air passing over the larynx, which creates fiction which allows you to make sounds. So if you can talk, you can sing. People say to me, I can't carry a tune, I sing flat or sharp. So what? It's a start. We don't just all immediately sing in tune. Some of us have to learn how to do that. In the same way, we don't all learn to play a musical instrument right away. But given practice, we do. But let's talk about a musical instrument for a moment. If you can play, you've probably already noticed that the songs you like to play and sing heal you. Why? Because they're shifting your vibration in your aura. The tones and sounds that you like are run through your body by your brain and heal you. So it's important to listen to good music. If you're listening to some yelling and screaming kind of music where all the notes are discords, you're not going to feel so happy by the end of the day. Yes, our aura has a key, a musical note. If, for example, your key is E flat and someone's playing E sharp around you, you're not going to be happy. Birds of a feather flock together like attracts like. 2012 is now here. You need to realize that your voice is reverberating out there in the world, that people are hearing you, but are they listening? I mentioned this earlier. On this note, I want you to understand that listening means paying 100% attention to the words that people speak, to the musics they create, to the sounds of the city, and so on. Listening means you're using your animalistic instincts. From there, once you've listened, you can begin to notice if you're having a negative or a positive reaction. Of course, if it's a negative one, you're going to want to download my 
free healing meditation. I'll give it to you again. It's www.drmargaretrvc.com. RVC is Rogers Van Coots, in case you don't know, for my initials for my last name. Go there, and then you can listen to it and say, I release all my negativity related to sounds that I have stored in my memory, in my emotions, in my body that I no longer need. When you dump all that negativity, you're left with your positive self. And once you begin to understand that you can listen to the positive sounds of your voice and the world around you, you'll find you have a better attitude about yourself and the things you do. And, of course, trial and effort shows you that you can do anything you want to do and generally reach your own level of success story. Well, once again, I want to thank you for listening to my show and supporting me. I've been bringing this show to people for over a year now. There are many topics to listen to, and of course you can download these into your iPod. I hope that you will listen to all the shows. I would also appreciate it if you would give me feedback and let me know how you're enjoying this show. It cost me quite a bit of money to do it, and of course I'm always open and happy to receive sponsorship or links to promotion. So if you think you like this show, please Facebook it, Twitter it, do whatever you usually do to share this show because I'm all about helping as many people as I can and no single person should be denied an opportunity to be helped. I really believe that and this is my way of helping people. So until we meet again, Stay well and enjoy your life.